Awesome. Well, I'm like super excited for all that stuff that's going on. I love it when there's a lot of announcements. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it just means that like there's lots of stuff happening. God is doing stuff here. It's really cool. Not that we want to get too busy or anything, but writes like a Cadillac, my friend. Yes, it's so nice. Barry gave me a pen last night, and I love it. So, yeah, super excited for fall. I, I love summer so much, but this time of the year is just really special because it's like apple cider donut season and pumpkin pie season and yeah so but i'm gonna enjoy the last day of summer today very much um but anyway so my message today is actually as much as gonna be talking about remembering not so much looking forward to what's ahead but talking about remembering the goodness of God and what the Lord's done in our lives. So, because we've been in, uh, you know, since we've been here last last year and a half, we've constantly been talking about, like, this is what it's going to look like moving forward and how community looks going ahead and, like, you know, uh, application to our lives for the future and stuff. And, uh, like, it's so good to to ask, you know, for direction from the Lord for the future and... Um, pray about like what we're supposed to do for the future and everything like that but um, today I'm going to be talking about the importance of remembering what God has done in our lives um, so I'm going to start off with a couple cool facts as I always do uh, memory about memory right so memory kind of makes up who we are we remember what foods we love we remember how to get on the highway the right way who our family is how to like make relationships and remember them, advance in our careers. Memory is a gift from God. Um, our brain can hold more information than 4,000 iPhones, depending on the model. Um, and it is actually virtually limitless. Um, and anyone left-handed in here? Left-handed people have better memories. Yeah. When Jay's in his right mind, yeah. Um, and another cool fact is that the human brain starts remembering things from the womb, which is really cool. I don't remember anything from the womb, but I don't know if any of y'all do, but it's a pretty cool fact. And also sleep is important for long-term memories, so get sleep. It's important for your walk with the Lord. That's my point. Um, so going back to the main point here, remembering what the Lord has done in our lives is such an important principle we see throughout scripture and the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's scripture um, that talks about remembering what the Lord has done. Um, Psalm 77, 12 says, I will reflect on all you have done and meditate on your actions. So he's talking about meditation there, meditating on the things God has done. Psalm 9, 1 says, I will thank Yahweh with all my heart I will declare all your wonderful works. So we see the psalmist is declaring all the things God has done. And in Psalm 103, 2, he says, Praise the Lord, I tell myself, and never forget the good things he has done for me. So he's talking about meditation, declaring, never forgetting the things he has done for us. So the two big thing, there are three big things. There are meditate, declare, never forget. Um, and we see in Scripture, 
starting in Genesis 9, we see the, the rainbow was one of the, the first signs God gave in to, to call to remembrance what God has done, that he will never flood the earth, the covenant he made with Noah um, going forward. So there's, there's huge things throughout scripture that, that state the importance of creating things that cause you to remember. So the flood... And then Deuteronomy is filled with uh, scripture on remembering what the Lord has done. Deuteronomy 6, 20 through 25. I'm actually going to read that. Deuteronomy 6, 20 going through 25 it says when your son asks you in the future what is the meaning of the decrees statutes and ordinances which our lord which the lord our god has commanded you tell him we were slaves of pharaoh in egypt but the lord brought us out of egypt with a strong hand before our eyes the lord inflicted great and devastating signs and wonders on egypt on pharaoh and all his household but he brought us from there in order to lead us and to give us the land that he swore to our fathers the Lord commanded us to follow these statutes and to fear the Lord our God with, for our prosperity always and for our preservation as it is today. Righteousness will be ours if we are careful to follow every one of these commands before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. So you can see the, um, the importance of when future generations ask, like, what has the Lord done that there are things in our lives that call to remembrance. Um, again, in uh, Deut- moving over to Deuteronomy 8, 11, it says, Be careful that you don't forget the Lord your God by f- failing to keep his command, the ordinance and statute, statues. Statutes, not statues. <laughs> don't worship the statues. Statutes. Uh, so anyway, and then in uh, Joshua 4, 6 through 7, talks about the stones that they... Um, that they left in the Jordan River um, so that when future generations come, they can say, what are these stones for? And you can say, this is where the Lord our God moved and s- brought us into the promised land. He parted the, the seas. Um, so you see over and over and over in uh, the Old Testament, part of what their journey through the wilderness was to, was to create you know, physical things that caused to remembrance what God has done. And so that they can tell future generations about what the Lord has done. Um, again, in Isaiah 46, 9, he says, Remember what happened long ago, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is no one like me. First Chronicles sixteen twelve says, Remember his wonderful deeds. And th- I g- the scripture, I could go on and on in scripture, but Psalm 66, 5 says, Come and see the works of God. Uh, Psalm 34 goes on about everything the Lord has done and who he is. And Psalm 119.55 says, Yahweh, I remember your name in the night and I obey your instruction. Um, So like I was saying earlier, we tend to focus on the future and constantly asking God for direction and guidance for the future. And it's not a bad thing. It's great. We want to know what God has for our lives. But there's... um, you know, there's a uh, a principle of uh, remembering what God has done. Uh, and one of the, the big things that caused me to start thinking about this was um, 
I had been thinking about like my 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 walk with the Lord and what it looked like before that, and I had this like I Lord pointed out this pride I had in my heart where I was giving myself credit for my own salvation because I was like, well, I mean, I chose to go to that conference that one time, and I chose to like you know give my life to the Lord and. You know, it was my decision. Like, I, I was the one that chose that. You know, I was doing my own thing, and I I chose to give my life to the Lord. But the Lord was showing me that there were so many things throughout my life that God had done that I didn't even recognize that brought me to the point I was at. You know, so when I was unsaved and um, doing my own thing, you know, thank God for people that pray for us, you know, because there are, so many things that God does because other people are praying, and I totally, you know, if I were to give my credit to any human, it would be my mom, because she was like prayer warrior, right? So, um, but there were certain things like God was doing throughout my life that I didn't even see, that if I look back, it was so merciful and so loving of God that he pursued me and brought me to a place where I knew that there was just nothing that was going to satisfy me, and you know, it was totally God that I, it like doesn't make sense to me anymore that I went to, how I got saved is I went to, I was living in another part of New Hampshire and I went back to my parents' church to play drums at a conference. But like in, when you're thinking about it in practical terms, it doesn't really make sense that I would do that because I was doing my own thing. And um, But I chose to go back and play the drums and, and the Lord, I just like, that is so God that moved my heart to do that and had the opportunity there for me to go um, worship with a you know a specific team like I, I think about um, the crossing worship team in New Hampshire was going to this particular church for years and years just like helping out and and that I believe I'm pretty sure that was like one of the last years that they were there just so God could bring me in there I get plugged in and give my life to the Lord and then I get plugged into a amazing community and I totally give credit to the Lord for all that now but there was this place in me where I'm like I was taking credit for all these things God was doing and and I was so wrong and so it convicted me and I started like looking at all these different points in my life where um, God pursued me and God did all these things for me and um, so it's like you know I think about how often do we spend time to trying to forget our past you know we're like uh my past I don't even like think about that I just don't and you know definitely don't meditate on like your sin your sin life of the past but like it's good to meditate on the things God has done for us um you know and and I'm not talking about that we don't have free will because we do have free will right and uh, we can choose to love God. Thankfully, that's how he created us. Um, and I believe that, you know, Romans, back up, sorry. Romans 12.3, this is a scripture I wanted to tie into what I'm, I'm talking about with my own story is, um, don't think more highly of yourself than you should. Is, and that's kind of where I was at. I was like giving myself the credit for what God did and he pointed it out and he's like no I did that for you remember what I did for you and it really just it cut me and convicted me and um, so just you know take some time to look at 
your life and look at some things that you may have not recognized that were that were God, but that were good things. So where it says everything good comes from God. It's not from us. You know, it's not things that we've done. Like anything good in your life has been from the Lord. And Romans 8 says, God works everything for the good of those who love God. And love when we're talking about loving God, Jesus says, those who love me, obey me. So we're talking about obedience to the Lord. God works everything for the good, no matter what your past looks like. God will always work it out for the good, and he will continue to pursue you your whole life um, until he has all of you. Um, so we see in... Uh, in Israel's case, you know, going back to the Old Testament there, De- Deuteronomy, Joshua, those all those, they had so many different practices for remembering what the Lord had done. And ultimately, they forgot what the Lord had done, right? Um, in Psalm 106.7, it says, I didn't write this one down, but. In Psalm 106.7. He says, our fathers in Egypt did not grasp the significance of your wonderful works or remember your many acts of faithful love. Instead, they rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Um, Yet he saved them because of his name to make his power known. I love that second part. Um, But you can see Israel forgot the things God has done, which led to unbelief, which led to rebellion. And ultimately, they were exiled because of that. Um, so it's uh, key. You can see it's such a Israel is such a perfect picture of our walk with the Lord, where they, you know, the consequence of their their actions were that they were exiled and they were, um, you know, they lost the 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 uh, what they could have had if they continued to obey God's commands and um, to remember all He had done, um, and then so. Crossing over to the New Testament, you know, we, we're thinking about uh, what does this look like in the, you know, the New Testament, and we can see obviously communion was an act or an act of remembrance for what Jesus did. We still observe this today as a tradition. Um, it's why we want to have communion once a month, right? We've started trying to do that this this last month, the first Sunday of every month, just so everyone knows it's communion, right? Shameless plug. So, um, but we do that because we want to remember the great sacrifice of Jesus for us. We want to remember everything he's done for us, everything he gave up to come here to pursue us and to have us as his own. Um, and then in John fourteen twenty six, um, I love this scripture. It says the Holy, S- I'm going to read it word for word, actually. John fourteen twenty six. And I'm reading out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible for all of those. What? The Holman Christian Standard Bible, HCSB. It's a literal translation in common language. Mm. We'll see. We'll see what the Lord says when we get there. What was I? 1426. What scripture was I just looking up? I do. I wrote down the wrong one. 
Oh, oh, sorry, I'm in Luke. <laughs> That's funny. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> they spelled John wrong in my Bible. <laughs> Just kidding. 14, 26, Jesus is talking to his disciples about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and he says that, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send him in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. So the Holy Spirit was specifically sent to us to, to teach us and to remind us of everything Jesus has, has taught us and told us. Um, so, you know, applying this to our lives when when trials come, are we quick to remember what God has done or do we worry about the future? Are we, um, you know, the goal is to, to build faith by meditating and remembering the things God has done in our lives and to trust God b- because we see where he's moved in our lives. We see, we've seen where uh, God has proved himself faithful and to meditate on that and was to, to change our heart and to um, stir faith within us so we don't worry about the future. Um, you know, when you're building trust with someone in any relationship, it's like you don't you know that you can trust them because of their actions in the past, because of what they've done in the past to prove that you can trust them. It's the same thing with the Lord. We need to meditate on the things God has done in our lives so that we can continue to trust him in the future. Something that we've chosen to do as a couple is to keep a journal for everything God has done, for answered prayers. And, you know, when we think of, like, the things God has done, we journal them down so that we can go back and remember and to look at what God has done in our lives, the prayers he's answered, how he's provided supernaturally. Um, So I encourage you to do that, to journal, to, to meditate, on the things God has done and um, to never forget his, you know, we, we were talking about blessings and stuff today and, and, you know, Heather, for you, like the, the job situation, like always remember that you prayed and he answered and, um, you know, write it down and, and remember those things and so that will stir our faith for the future. Amen. Amen. Short and sweet. Yeah, come on up. If anyone has anything to add, please come up. There's actually one thing that he said that kind of hit me so hard, and I want to reemphasize it to everyone. He said, forgetting what the Lord has done leads to unbelief. And I think that's a very powerful statement. Forgetting what God has done leads to unbelief. When we forget I'm thinking, when he said that, I thought of this property. When we forget how we got this property, how God brought us here, if we forget that it was him who placed us here, it could lead to a place in our hearts of unbelief where our faith wavers, when things get hard, when we can't pay the bills, when there's a lot of work to be done. Our faith could waver if we've forgotten if we don't continually remind ourselves of what he's done and I, uh, that principle can be found in so many places of our lives where we think any place in our lives where we think 
God can't do it. God won't do it. I don't think he can come through. My situation is too much. Those places of a lack of faith, it's what he said is profound. It's because we have forgotten who he is. We have not chosen to remind ourselves of the greatness of God. So to create and cultivate that practice in our life where any place in us where we feel our faith is lacking or it's wavering or shaking, look at that and say, wow, okay, let me remind myself of who God is. Let me remind myself of what he has done for whatever that situation entails to stir up your faith to believe that he can break through. So if that's something with your family, if that's something with your health, I'm thinking of even your knee or the stuff with Terry. If we haven't remembered what God has done in healing her those times that we prayed, we could lose faith for the future for her because we forget what he's done. He has heard. He has answered. He is moving. So we remind ourselves, and that stirs up faith. He wants to heal her completely now. He wants to do something completely now. You know, those, so stir, let your faith be stirred by remembering what the Lord has done in your life, who he is, how has he delivered you? Like Tommy came out one morning from his time with the Lord, tear stained. He didn't share that part. He had been weeping all morning because of the remembering of how God had brought him out of what he had been in into where he is now that moment of salvation, he was so undone by the goodness of God and broken by his place of pride before the Lord, saying he had gotten himself there. And the Lord washed over him, reminded him, look back, look, I did that. And it broke him to the place of tears. Wow, God is good. He loves us. He takes us from one situation and he puts us in another he does good things in our lives, and we have to remember that so that when we're in future times that are hard and difficult, we can remember he did it once, he'll do it again. He's done it before, he'll do it again. And if we don't have that testimony in our own life, we have a lot of testimonies right here. He's done it before, he'll do it again. And so, Father, I just want to thank you for that today instead of praying. <laughs> um, just one thing I want to add is I was just thinking about a, I wanted to bring up this example with uh, someone we, a friend, a really good friend of ours who's uh, extremely hardworking. She went to school, you know, racked up a ton of debt, got a really good job, worked so hard, like paid for everything in her life, bought a house, and she, you know, I ta came to us and was like, listen, I have such a hard time like giving God credit for that. Cause I was the one that worked. I earned my degree. I, I worked. I bought my house. Like I, This is me. How can I give someone else credit for this? It's, it's like such a hard thing for people that are really hardworking and value. Um, just like It's the pride of life, really. But... Um, you know, just think about that. Like, give that over to the Lord. Like, when you're, when you're thinking about those things, um, in regards to like working hard. Like, if it's hard for you, just be like, "Well, God, thank you so much f 
for the gifts you've given me so that I can work or the talents that I have so that I can have the job that I have. Um, you know, continually, to continually be in this place of thankfulness to God for giving you um, the talents. You know, if, if it's hard for you to give him credit for everything in life, then just bring it down to like, well, man, thank you for giving me the air that I can breathe so that I can work, so that I can make money. To you got to give God credit and start small and build it up. But he will reward you so much if you continue to give him the credit for everything that's good in his life. Like, um, you know, and I think that's why it talks about being like a child because children don't overanalyze things. They're just like, thank you, mom and dad, for feeding me. It wasn't me that did it. You did it. So thank you so much. And um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to add that. Like, we had some real breakthrough with this friend of ours, and, and she's in a really super good place right now is, you know, um, with with that, like, a better place than she was before. But I just wanted to add that in there. So, God, we just uh, take this moment to to recognize who you are and to give you the glory and the praise um, for everything that you've done for us and how you've moved before and how you will move again in our lives. And um, even if it's just being faithful to keep us healthy and um, Lord, let's not, I pray we don't minimize even the smallest things you do for us, God. When we go through hard circumstances or, or good ones, it doesn't matter, Lord. Let us remember what you've done for us in everything in life. Remember who you are and the good things you've done for us, God. So we thank you, we glorify you, and we praise you. And uh, I just pray that, that we would continue to med meditate and declare and to remember your good works for us, God. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.